Welcome to the Stacked Supplement Podcast, the premier source for supplement news and reviews. Welcome to another edition of the Stacked Supplement Podcast, uh, and we have another interview for you with uh, a longtime friend and and, uh, and a guy you'll know um, from, hopefully know from uh, some other brands out there. It is uh, Greg Helton from his uh, new brand, Nutri Innovations. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Shane. So we knew you as the, well, the people in the industry knew you as the guy from uh, Muscle Sport, Kodiak, uh, and all the, all, the, all the brands under that umbrella. But you recently switched to a, to a new company, uh, start of the new year, who I actually hadn't heard of until you mentioned it to me um, in uh, Nutra Innovations. Do you mind giving like a, I guess, a bit of a background on the brand? Yeah, yeah so Nutra Innovations is... Um... I would consider it realistically only about a year old. So I, in January, we kind of just did a, a relaunch of it. Uh, it's attached to a pretty well-known manufacturer in the industry. Uh, it does a lot of work for a lot of the major brands that you've seen. So one of the things that the owner of the company has never really dived into is, I mean, in recent years, is a front-end brand. So um, we had known each other for a little bit, and uh, I, I love the products that he manufactures for. He's... Um, I know you would know a lot of the brands that he manufactures for. Um, I heard a lot of good things about him in the industry and just, we got to talking and it was an opportunity that came up where he wanted me to, you know, come on and see what we could do with Nutri Innovation. So do a full rebranding, a full relaunch, and then um, just kind of grow it, man. So, I mean, I got in ground floor. Uh, I thought the opportunity was great. It's kind of exactly my wheelhouse. I love taking things from almost nothing and just, and building for a little while. So I jumped on the opportunity. Um, nothing bad with muscle sport. I mean, I love those people. I love the owner. Uh, I love my team over there. Just one of those things where I kind of had to move on. Uh, I figured that I was getting a little bit capped out where I was and um, I don't know. I just saw a really good opportunity and you know, it's a remote position for now, but I'm going to be doing a lot of traveling. So yeah, I mean, that's where well, you've, you, you've come in at uh, president, which is one of the highest positions I can imagine you, you, you'd be able to attain anyway and under, under a brand outside of your own. Um, right. See, I thought it was quite new. I mean, because again, I know there are a lot of brands out there that I don't write about or know of on Stacked. And it's just sometimes sure. someone will come to me and say something. and I'm just like, never heard of you. And they've been around for 10 years. Still surprises right. me. And Nutri Innovations, yeah, I hadn't really heard of them. But um, the lineup that you relaunched with in January was pretty extensive. I like when I first took a glimpse at the social, it was very much uh, epitome driven all the, all the flagship products. But then when you dive into it on the site, you guys have a, a pretty extensive lineup and a pretty uh, detailed one. I think uh, you guys have Tudker under your lineup, correct? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Tudker is one of our standalone products. I think it's just uh, like when you look at the flagship products, like the, the epitome pre-workout and, and a few of the others, and then you can go, when you see a brand that goes as deep as a standalone Tudka, you kind of get an idea on, on where it lies in terms of, I guess, uh, formulations, advancedness, right. and all that stuff. And so it's a. Uh, the other thing I thought was interesting is that Epitome was is fucking loaded. I don't know how I didn't hear about that thing. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, so that's the thing. So um, Chad, the owner of CCB, which is our manufacturer. Chad never, I mean, he had the brand and he would sell it into a couple brick and mortar stores here and there, but he never really took it. You know, CCB was growing at such a rate that he didn't have a team or time to run the brand. Yeah. So it never really went anywhere. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. The products are great. The formulas are incredible. 
it's just there was no attention paid to it so um yeah, yeah. that's kind of where i come into the picture but yeah i mean it's it, it's extensive for a brand that's not really out there yet and um i think by by the end of this year you're gonna see that extensive is not even the word to describe what we're about to do so we're coming close to before the end of the year probably doubling the line in terms of products isn't it already at like somewhere like in the double digits i thought it was 10. yeah so we're about i think we have 13 standalone products shit because you just we're gonna be around 20 or so before the end of the year well damn you better Mm -hmm. get on your bike we've got what nine months left oh yeah yeah so we're our first product launch is gonna be well you can't you can't you can't forget about epitome uh black sorry epitome hardcore that just dropped that was new wasn't it and it was yeah uh, that one's brand new that one again though i think that was a nice one to do right out of the gate uh when you came on board i said i was like i'd like to see something fun i'd like to see something exciting and what oh, yeah. what's more exciting than a than a hardcore version of epitome which as i said was already a pretty packed out product and you went a little exactly. more hardcore on the stems and you made it um uh, retail exclusive i thought that was pretty cool right. pretty cool move. yeah so it's brick and mortar exclusive um we are allowing a couple of our accounts to sell it online but you have to have a brick and mortar store to qualify so like we're not going to sell that to anyone who's online exclusive um, yeah i've seen so a few that's, brands do that one yeah so it's more um it's one of those things where i just thought it was perfect timing i mean like 2020 beat the hell out of brick and mortar retailers especially yeah. in our industry so i mean what we could like we want to do something a little bit cool right out of the gate, which is drop something insane that everyone's looking for and try to target it to just, you know, helping out store owners and people that really took a hit. Cause I mean, I don't know how, I know you talked to a lot of brands in the industry. So brands have been able to shift to direct to consumer, but for a lot of these stores, especially the ones out here in New York and yeah. all my guys on the West coast, absolute nightmare with all the shutdowns and they're still dealing with it. Yeah, I think it's, um, well, brands were already transitioning to the right. direct-to-consumer and whether or not they were doing it to get online sales. I know a lot of them like the idea of going direct-to-consumer, as mm-hmm. they described, uh, basically controlling the shopping experience from right. the first purchase to when it gets to them, to when they open it, to advice, to follow-ups, to stacks. And so they're controlling that end-user experience, whereas online retailers, I know that brick-and-mortar sort of they relied on that advantage over online stores because they're like, hey, why wait two, three days? Get it, come down to the store and grab it. I think that was, and then obviously the lockdown, which I don't think anyone could have imagined would be. No, I don't think anyone could plan for it. It's, you know what, it like for for brands, it happened to have hit at a time where a lot of people were already pivoting towards directly. I think a lot of them were already doing the move. Right, exactly. So it's better off. It forced people to invest a little bit faster than they probably wanted to. And it probably forced a lot of brands to make some mistakes in doing so, but it it was going to happen in the short term. I don't think I saw any brands open an online store. The only one I saw do it majorly, I think, was Popeyes in Canada. They kind of opened like an online store, sort of. I think I'm pretty sure it was them. Or if it wasn't them, it was some other brick and mortar Canadian retail. I think it was Popeyes. Um, and and they were, because they were all very heavily brick and mortar. They even oh, yeah. have like exclusive value sizes. And I think uh, when they did that, it was, um, yeah, everyone was hit pretty hard. And I think in 2019, yep. no one would have fucking guessed. Nope, <laughs> even, if you had, even if you had said some pandemic's going to hit, you wouldn't think 
everyone you would be, think you'd be shut down for 12 what are we going on now it's going to be 13 months right it's a fucking year it's insane yeah. and still i mean it's 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 yeah it, it feels like a year wasted but it was, it was still a fun year it was and it's, it was a learning experience it was one of those things where i mean don't get me wrong a lot of people got hurt a lot of people like in the business yeah. but like it's it's one of those things where it separated people who knew how to pivot and knew how to adjust to what's going on and like it might have been thrown in the deep end but it's it, this is what business is and brand building is so it was it was it was a huge huge curveball i mean we just <laughs> we just sat down at home did as much yep. as we could i think we did the that's why the reason we one of the reasons we bought that back the expo i was sort of hoping to get some excitement going get some uh some fun going uh, at, at, a, at an extremely difficult time but um so you're saying you've got you're playing on doubling the lineup and just about how, how many of these are we talking because you already have categories covered right like i mean if you were missing an amino and a pre-workout right. and a fat burner i would be saying oh you know what you could fit fucking 12 more in there mm-hmm. but you're gonna double can i guess that you are doing more hardcore versions um we're not actually we're some of the products some of the categories were going the opposite way so that so so the no sorry not hardcore i mean like how you have epitome hardcore are you going to be doing like a like a burn like an extension of existing skew um not quite so like for instance we have amino prime so amino prime is super simple formula uh all that is is instaminos and natural caffeine so what we're doing like the first one that we're launching is going to be a more comprehensive eaa so it's fully dosed and uh fully transparent label EAA. We're going to be adding Aquaman to it. We're going to be adding uh, pink Himalayan okay. salt. So we're, we're kind of going in the direction Deep, of, deeper into categories like the hardcore, but just, yeah, we're expanding that. To more premium products. So we're going to yeah. be doing, doing the same thing on the pre and too, because epitome, epitome, hardcore and Mach nine are also are all extremely strong products. So we yeah. are going to be bringing in kind of like a mid-level pre-workout at some point, whether we're going to reformulate Mach 9 or we're going to just bring it in as an additional skew. We haven't really decided yet, but uh, we, we want to fill some holes in the industry. Interesting. So we're looking at a whole, I wouldn't have guessed that. That's a lot of fucking, that's a lot of products. And of course we're coming out with a protein. So I, that was the other thing. That would be the only big one you're missing from, but protein these yep. days, it, it's weird because what, five years ago, it was all about four pounds, five pounds, yep. two for one, whatever the hell, and it was value. And then value, right. maybe 17 around when Ghost kind of came about. And I think even muscle sport to some extent, you started seeing just two pounds, two pounds, two pounds. Yeah. And now um, you're having trouble finding fours and fives from brands. Right. It's well, all the twos. A- it though so in like my opinion for what we did at muscle sport and i think what's what a lot of brand newer brands in the industry are doing is diving into more unique flavors so you know for a consumer online if they're trying a new brand they don't necessarily want to jump into like a 67 or a 70 serving so it's a lot easier to get those unique flavors like think about it like when we were back in 2015 when we launched you know cinecrunch that's one of those things where people are like, oh, what's this going to taste like? It's got pieces of cereal in it. So like, yeah. you don't really want to invest in a three month product at that point. So, but it's kind of like, it's, it's still, see, it's still weird to me because I was in early 2010s, it was brands were doing the five pounds and then they came out with the four to make it seem like a five pound size. But 
value was such a driving factor. Even then you had unique flavors to some extent. S'mores, I guess, was kind of a unique yeah. thing. And you had a couple other interesting ones. But for, for me, it's just weird because protein is such a value thing, right? People take it two scoops a day, you go through it. It, it I think it's because I buy it for the value aspect. I'm right, really, right, right. I never buy protein like, you know, where's the most unique flavor? Because for me, I guess it would be like if I went and bought a pre-workout and it was 20 bucks and 10 servings, but it was a unique flavor. Right. Probably wouldn't give a shit. Exactly. Like, yeah. But protein, it's there's just just this trend where brands have kept, you know, jumped on that unique flavor trend and to make it, I guess, accessible and, and, and cost effective, they've put it in a two pound. Right. And there's still price again, compared to a five pound, some of these proteins are like 35, 45, and then the five pounds yeah. sit like twice as much for, for 450 and 60. It's crazy. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, and the other thing is really, I guess it's all an innovation too, right? So yeah. as far as the, like our industry is being over-regulated in my opinion. So it's very hard to innovate in terms of formulas now, especially because everyone wants everything fully transparent. So like, I don't want to say that innovation on the formula end is dead because there's plenty of, you know, patented, uh, there's plenty of great formulas out there. Like ghost is a good one. Ghost is ghost does a lot of what I would consider how do I put this mainstream formulas, like formulas that would work for everyone, but they do a good job of bringing some unique ingredients, some, you know, some trademark ones, some patented yeah. ones in there. So I don't want to say innovation's dead, but I think it's a lot harder to innovate on the product side of things, especially for newer brands. So one of the ways to do that is with brand culture, you know, limited releases, unique flavors, things like that. So I think that's why a lot, you're going to see it continue and increase, especially in introductory brands. Yeah, I was... I think it was 2016, 17, people are asking me what's one of the trends. And I said, limited flavors, like jump on limited flavors. Yep. Uh, you guys were doing it at the muscle sport was doing it at the time. There are right. a few others jumping on it. And I was just like, it's genius. It's kind of like the phone. People never bought phones every year until right. they got a brand new one. And they want the new one, right? Yeah. Until like they were losing them every year. And you were like, shit, I, I, I want that new camera. Right. right. And so, with these new flavors, people would, you know, you know what, I'll buy a two pound for the next month because that uh, unicorn rainbow thing <laughs> sounds crazy. Yeah, Based exactly. On- it becomes that kind of like cultural thing too, where, you know, you create a brand reputation with your other flavors and everyone knows that they're good already. Yeah. So you know, like you're a little more willing to try the more crazy unique ones that are out there. So, and it's cool. Everyone wants to be part of it. And like the goal of building a community is you want everyone to want to post your product and, you know, be proud to use it. So with the, uh, with, with that in mind, would, would it would be good to assume that the flavors of your protein under Nutri Innovations, because I know that when I said this to you at the time, when I was like, you're one of the first to put cereal in a, in right. a protein powder cereal pieces. And you're like, oh no, there was another one that did it. But I mean, I, I did, no one did it or no one right. did it knew about it until you did it and it started going everywhere with lean charms yeah and um uh are we are are we going to be getting how do i phrase this inclusions not necessarily inclusions um are we going to get inclusions or have you come up with something else that (laughs) is another new twist again because because i always because people always say that to me oh it's game changing and it's it's innovative and i'm like no, nah, look, dude. I mean, you, the first person to do the inclusions 
and the serial piece as well that's the one who kind of created if you do a serial that's never been done before or whatever i don't really care it was the right. concept is it, is it possible that greg has come up with another industry leading concept or is um it i think so without giving away too much um in september you're gonna we're going to our first launch of the proteins we're going to be launching four flavors uh one of them is going to be relatively unique but i wouldn't say industry changing in the way that you're talking about but, but just, we do before the I'm end done. of the year we do have something launching that i think um it's going to turn a lot of heads so yeah in in a short answer yes i think so because again like jacked they came out with the DMA AA pre-workout, right. but you never really saw anything on that level again. Right. And and I know flavor concepts is, is, is similar. So I'm sort of like, you know what? Maybe you've got something cooking. Maybe you're going to do it again. I, I kind of like watching those things, at least the, whoever does the follow-up to the original idea. For and sure. I, I wouldn't I be mean, surprised. Yeah, like, like I think so. I told you how that happened at Muscle Sport, right? With the first, you know, the inclusions that we had where it was actually an accident that we got into the cereal flavors. So we were doing R&D for s'mores and our purchasing guy had ordered the wrong marshmallows. So they ended up delivering like kilos of uh, the multicolored marshmallows. So I thought it'd be right. funny to sign a Lean Charms label. And then it was just one of those things where everyone in the office was like, we should do this. So that's how the cereal series was born in the first place. It was a complete accident. Um, so we were actually looking to just get regular marshmallows for the inclusions and s'mores. And that's really it. So, yeah, I mean, s'mores was one of the more creative ones that was like right. long, long before. I think muscle farm was one of the early ones to do that. Right. Well, I mean, realistically like s'mores to me is not a flavor. It's a texture thing. Right. So like yeah. s'mores is graham cracker, chocolate and marshmallow. So, you know, how do you, without it's, it's adding hard, some sort of like hard, texture to it. Yeah, exactly. It's hard to put the the just in show. But I've yeah. had that, I've had that problem so people would send me a story and say look we've got an industry first flavor it's a uh, it's like sweet delicious strawberry and raspberry fucking cocktail or something right. and i'm like and they're like oh there's never been an alcohol inspired or a cocktail inspired flavor with these two things in it i'm like yeah but how i'm not going to be able to tell the difference between this and just a strawberry it's right. very difficult to like communicate too much in a and that was my issue i guess with uh bodybuilding.com's uh remix flavors the uh oh, yeah the hostess ones yeah the hostess ones they were good like don't get me wrong they tasted nice but i wouldn't have like if you had put that in a blank tub and i drank that i wouldn't be like oh yeah that's twinkies well that's so that's yeah so that's the thing is that it's not you know twinkies to me is like the value in that was more in the collaboration not in not in the actual flavor itself yeah. you know so like that's again, it's one of the things that I think that Ghost does really well. So with their collaborations, like they're they're authentic. Yeah, so when you're yeah. doing a Chips Ahoy collaboration, like they're working with Chips Ahoy on that flavor, and that's what that's what separates it, I think. So if you're kind of just trying to do it, like the way I think the remix flavors did on Bodybuilding.com, that was for hype, in my opinion. That was just to you I know turn some. <clears throat> I think it worked too, and don't get me wrong, I don't think it's a bad idea. But if you were to call that like pound cake and whipped cream no one's gonna budge oh, you know what i mean like you could have even got away with like a creamy a sweet vanilla or even something right because what i didn't taste it so and to be honest with you i don't really know like what well, a twinkie 
taste like other than just vanilla cream and i had never had a twinkie flavor. before but i specifically went out and purchased twinkies and the cupcakes because i hadn't had them before yeah and then had them side by side so, yeah well yeah it's what you have to do right so and i was just like okay don't get me wrong it tastes good it just doesn't taste like this other thing and i right. wouldn't connect the dots but um yeah I, I think the inclusions that you did back with lean charms was arguably changed the industry some people would be like no like we were thinking about it anyway or blah 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 and it's like yeah. I, I i i put it down to lean charms right at the time i think we were the first ones to use inclusions but we weren't the first cereal flavor i think first form has had ctc for a while yeah i think so i think me. they were the first ones to to drop a cereal flavor i really i do think we were the first ones to throw inclusions in i'm not sure there were brands that had done like inclusions of like chocolate chips and right, uh, right. marshmallows, but I think it was the fact that you went off base with yours. And put, right. Like real cereal pieces. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then that, and that, to be honest, I would be, I feel like that's what's led to all these cereal flavors sure. and just all the big brands that are doing them now is it was, it was cool to see. So you're saying you got a protein powder and I was going to touch on the the epitome like you were saying about re reworking and or reorganizing your pre-workouts because you do have three and all three of them are um they are they not, are they all stimulant based um i would say the epitome is kind of like a full performance base but it is higher yeah. stim so there's about 400 milligrams of caffeine in there so it's they're all high stim no matter how you i was going to say so because you would be one of the few brands that i would say that has three pre-workouts and one of them isn't stim free or, or like right. it's become a bit of a trend whereas years ago well not even years not that long ago it was stim free stim right and that became the norm now people got moderate stim high stim stim free exactly and that's that's yeah i think that's and you've got three stims because i think it would be cool to see like a rework not too much to the uh extensiveness of like cellucor how they have c4 extreme c4 ultimate c4 um dynasty and they have that nice buildup, but um, right. it's become pretty common to have a variety of pre-workouts. But at the same time, one of yours is uh, brick and mortar exclusive. I know Glaxon did pretty much pretty similar with um, uh, the GFY. I think they, that one was also more intense, retail exclusive. Right. Um, are there any products of all the of all the what is it, like twelve you're saying you got the next year? Is there any that you're more ex is there one that you're more excited about than any of the others? Um, man, there's, there's two that I'm excited. The protein I'm extremely excited about because it's, first of all, it's going to be super clean. So we're doing a, a pure whey isolate. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be using an ingredient in our protein that is currently not in any other protein on the market. I was so, literally about to say Velocitol because I was like... <laughs> Well, Velocitol, so well, I was thinking about Velocitol. Um, everyone kind of throws it in and then everyone gets deterred from it because it, apparently you have to add the extra macros or something. Yeah, you have to add extra macros to it. And it's, um, I mean, it's been done before. And I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm a huge fan of it because I, so we were potentially thinking about using it back when I was at Muscle Sport also. And I don't remember the reason why we ended up not doing it. But uh, so that, that was in my head when we were, you know, formulating the way I slip now. But so the ingredient that we're going to use, uh, it is in supplements already, but it has not been used in a protein yet. So. Huh. Are you hundred percent certain of that? hundred percent. Interesting. Cause I've seen, yeah, some, absolutely I've, sure. I've, I've seen some weird shit mixed with protein powder. You know, this, this one makes sense. It's not just thrown in for no reason, but it's, it's uh, okay. cool. 
yeah i'm excited about it and the but, uh, uh, so other than that the the other product that i'm super excited about it's probably the last one that i'm able to give you information on is we're doing a powdered thermo so it's going to be kind of like an intermediate stim uh powdered fat burn that 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 i would say is the other category that has it's it's become normal to have multiple in for sure like uh, yeah, with the... yeah well i think so the first one that we're launching is going to be uh stimulant based it's not going to be too crazy on a stim where you take it instead of a pre-workout but um it is it, it'll be good for pre-cardio and then we're toying around the idea of launching basically the same formula without stimulants though and so the current the current capsule fabian you have that will stay yeah that's going to stay that so oh, the current okay. Capsule fat burner right now. It is a prop blend, but that is one of the strongest things I've ever taken in my entire life. So again, it's not exactly what I would call your introductory fat burner. Yeah. So uh um, one of the one of the old school ones that's just flat out stems and yeah, Shane, I'll send yeah. you one. Uh <laughs> hopefully we get on a Zoom call when you try it again, see if you can make it through the entire podcast. My, prob my problem with those the high stem fat burners is they they work like crazy because you sweat like a son yeah. of a bitch and you take it twice a day and you're just pouring and it, it, you know, I, I hate the saying the fat drips off, but it does feel like it does when you have these things, but obviously it's not as comfortable, um, as right. something you can take before a workout, take to power you through the day and stuff like that. So this isn't one of those products I would take on my way to the office. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. I mean, like, I'm sure there are people that can do it and, oh you yeah, know, but, uh, it, you're not gonna have a good time. Yeah. The, the fat burner category, I think is just another one that it's become normal like core has they have two stem fat burners right and then they have three non-stems yeah they have three non-stems um or two non-stems i mean it's it's very come become common these days to just have that variety of fat burners so i think it's cool that you guys are really hitting on those areas and i'm still lost for count as to how the fuck you're squeezing in 12 or 13. I'm doing the math in my head. So even you've got a protein, two fat burners. Well, there's going to be not including flavor extensions. There's going to be at least seven individual products. Oh, okay. So some of those, some of those doubles are going to be uh, new flavors for. And well, on, some of them are going to be launched next year also, like in the, the okay. first quarter of next year. So. But they'll still be like revealed and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. We'll be talking about them or teasing them or whatnot, but yeah. Don't want to go too crazy the first year. No, you don't want to go too crazy. You just want to double the size of your lineup, which again, I, I, I find that <laughs> as a brand, has because you've been around for fucking ages, like myself, yeah. and eight years, almost has nine it, now. Because you would have seen back in the day when like Stacked had almost nothing to talk about with one right. product from well, one now brand. You guys can't keep up, right? I have trouble keeping up. I have to be selective and. Yep. How, how hard do you think it is, especially coming to Nutri Innovations, which, as you said, had an extensive lineup, but wasn't really trying to keep up with anyone or anything. Is it do, do, you, do you see it as a pretty tough challenge, like trying to because at, at this time it, to stay relevant, you kind of almost have to have. I always tell people, you got to have a new flavor or at least teasing something every week or two if sure. you want to stay up in that realm of these brands that are just so fast paced how is it is it has production manufacturing become more efficient or like compared to when you started as compared to now or you just got to put in a shitload more effort and just like you know bye, bye, bye. i mean it's a, so it's it's a mix of both and fortunately i'm lucky the same way that you know muscle sport was uh we're very yeah, yeah. 
we are a manufacturer, which makes it a little bit easier for us to constantly be R&Ding new things. I mean, if you're talking about a brand that has to work with a contract manufacturer, yeah. it's not going to be as easy for them to test new flavors every day, to test new yeah, concepts yeah, yeah. every day, to throw together different formulas and things like that. So we can do it a little bit faster than, than most can. Uh, because of that, it makes it a little bit easier to kind of stay in the news cycle or keep people excited about the brand. And again, like I said, I mean, the brand's about a year old, but I consider it two months old since we did a relaunch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, so one of the things that we're trying to do is, and like you said, you don't have to be teasing something or dropping a new product every week or two. But for me, it's more like the brand just needs to be doing something pretty yes, often, yeah. so whether yeah. it's product launches or like we're coming out with that, the first scoop, which is kind of like our beta testing program. So something like that, you know, where we're just kind of bringing, cause what I want to do is I think one of the, one of the coolest things I heard from anyone was, you know, you know, you own the company, but like your customers, your consumers, they own the brand. And I think that's, that's cool because what we want to do is we want to bring our consumers or our retail partners or our distributors into the, like the process at the complete ground level. So what we're doing now is with this first scoop program, like, I'm getting products sent to me in, up in New York. And if I consider them good enough to at least go into like our second round of testing, uh, I'm sending it out to a couple of our VIP consumers. I'm sending them out to our top 10 to 15 to 20, you know, retail customers. It's going to our athletes and our influencers. So, you know, as, as much as we're going to be teasing things, we're kind of like, we're not going to drop a product unless our consumers have already tried it and said, this is awesome. We want to go to market with it. And we just want to make it a little more public than your normal like focus group type of thing. Interesting. And that's sort of the, that's the the first scoop and people will just basically be able to sign up for that um, straight up, right? Yeah. So on the, on the consumer end of things, I'm going to be starting a, um, a private Facebook group that's going to be invite only, but you can be invited by other members in the group. Uh, you're going to have to basically stay active in the group to keep your you know, status in there. And then if you're part of that list, that like VIP list that engages with us, you know, orders product or at least supports the brand in some way or another, uh, we're going to be doing things where we're going to be sending you guys out new products every time we come up with one. So it's not just going to be new products. It's going to be like, if we're dropping a single flavor of something, that's yeah. going to be available too. And then on the retail side of things, it's going to be a little less organized. It's going to be one of those things where we're going to send them out to our top guys or basically anyone who requests it. So anyone who, who we're considered kind of like a, you know, a real partnership with is going to, is going to be part of the process. Did you toy with the idea of sort of, I guess, charging for that or setting a price or is it just, you were just like, nah, screw it. Let's just do it free straight uh, out. It's, it's one of those. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things that we want to just bring people in on. I don't want to turn it into a sales tactic. I want yeah. people to be excited about our launches and I want people to feel like they're part of the culture, um, which a lot of brands talk about it. Like if you think about it, you know, some of the best brands in our industry are that way because of their culture. And uh, yeah. one of the things I've been toying around in my head lately is kind of like people over products. So we're a manufacturer and Chad, who's the owner of the company is an absolute genius when it comes to formulation. So I'm not worried about the products. Uh, obviously we're going to need to do some research and get some feedback for what people want and, and when holes get created in the market, how do we fill those? But my thing is like, how do we build a culture? How do we bring people onto the team or part of the process that want to be there? So I think that's more important than anything else at this point. Interesting. Because I know uh, Ray's does, uh, the energy drink Ray's, they do pretty much, right. they do kind of similar, but theirs is a, a, I think it's like a paid subscription type thing. And they, very, very similar 
although theirs is obviously a lot more difficult because you're testing actually in energy drinks. So it's right. probably not going to be as frequent as yours or as easy right, as right. not easy, but as difficult as putting together a batch of energy drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's a really cool idea. I don't think I've seen a sports supplement company do that off the top of my head. I'm trying to think of, I mean, you have the ambassador programs and stuff like that and the affiliate stuff and those guys get to try things, but I don't think there's something that I, a brand that I can recall who's, I guess, as you say, put them, put, I guess, customers and fans on the same level as formulators right. and flavorers and, 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 and the brand's uh, employees. So that's pretty cool. That's really cool. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, one of the other things that we're going to be doing, and we're probably going to start this with the protein Um it's funny you mentioned Ray's because I know they did it with one of their flavors a while back. Um, Kodiak did it too, way back in 2016. Fan. So we're, we're right. So we're going to crowdsource one okay. of the flavors of our, our original protein launch, which is it's cool to do. And it's one of those things where brands that don't have a contract manufacturer attached to them are going to have a little bit of trouble doing things like this. But so we want to do it. Um, I don't think it's been done in protein before. I know Kodiak did it with a pre-workout. Ray's definitely did it with um, Voodoo, if I'm not they, mistaken. Uh, Ray's has done it with, they did it with uh, They've done it with a couple, but I think they started it with. Uh, they did start it with Voodoo. Um, yeah. And then they did it with, oh, shit, there might've been one in between. And then there was South Beach. Right. Um, there have been brands that do it, but I don't want to be stink, but it's tricky because sometimes there's these processes where brands get people to vote, but you don't know if they're actually voting <laughs> for the thing. Yeah, And that's, it's one of those things where like, don't get me wrong. You know, if we have some, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard because when you look at it from the outside, you're like, Oh, cool. We're voting. Oh yeah. That's the one I voted for. And then it ends up and you're like, you win. But then it's these brands that make it seem a little bit too obvious that, your fan didn't count and they had already kind of decided. <laughs> right, right. You've already decided. Right. So, I mean, that's, and that was hard because when we did it with Kodiak, it was kind of the same thing where we're like, wow, you know, this one didn't get voted for and we know we can nail this flavor, but we yeah. had to go with this one instead. That one actually turned out, I think if I'm not mistaken, that was our sour raspberry flavor. Um, and it turned out really good, but you know, it's, it, there it's, will be that mix. I mean, you guys obviously having the manufacturer on your, it's going to be authentic. It's going to be real. I think yeah, those sure. kinds of fan, fans will definitely appreciate that. I think you should definitely put the the flavors together and sort of sample them on on lives and stuff like that just to further oh, yeah. Because that's always something that bugs me when I see these contests and I'm like, people will be cheering on a flavor and it doesn't even come close to the final lot. And I'm just like, well, this seems a bit fishy. And I'm right. Just- I mean, that's, a, you know, if not that I have the entire thing fleshed out right now, but essentially it'll be a couple different rounds with the with crowdsourcing so kind yeah. of like your idea first and then internally we'll pick top 10 and then we'll vote it down to top two yeah yeah yeah. you know what i mean so that's that's kind of what we'll do so yes there's going to be a, a portion of it where it's going to be internally picked but that's if it's yeah, completely it's still based on, on it, just it, get it, one it, person pick some random flavor it's, it's not still completely work. voted on yeah yeah so, so basically, while you have a shitload of things coming this year, that protein in September sounds like it's going to be. Uh, oh yeah, it's going to be cool. It's going to be a beast. You've got flavors. You've got something unique that you haven't said about. That's going to be an ingredient that hasn't been in a protein before. Dare I say, it's, it'll probably be the launch of the year for for Nutri Innovations, which is. I hope so. That's it's a tough one. Protein is a hard one to crack, and but I think, like you said, these days the 
the the unique little features and highlights are really what helps sell these proteins uh, as opposed to having like a 10 pound bag for 70 80 bucks like two oh, years yeah. ago well uh, yeah so that's, i mean that's that's it man it's all about trying to just do something interesting and you know because like for me i i hate to harp on it but quality like in terms of testing and things like that like that's the law so everyone should be doing it not to say that everyone is doing it but it's one of those things that you should expect from every supplement company um i think that formulations i'm not worried about just because and I, you, you haven't tried any of the products yet right not yet no i imagine right. i will be soon yeah i'm gonna get a package out to you so you can give them a shot just so you can kind of you understand more where this conversation is coming from when you actually try the products but uh, it's definitely something I'm not worried about in terms of, you know, formulation quality. So it's really about how we can be creative on every other end of things. Yeah. I think there was someone that told me, uh, years ago, he, he was from a big brand and he said that you, three things, you got marketing, um, cost effectiveness and value, and then, uh, product quality, like formulations and stuff like that. And he says, usually almost always, uh, if someone's nailing two, they ain't nailing the third. Exactly. And he says, if you nail all three, then that's not going to be as good as someone who's smashing two and not the third. And right. um, I think you just got to find balance. It's that balance that establishes and identifies a brand. By the sounds of things, you'll have the formulations. I th think you'll have almost all three covered. And it's just going to come down to you whether or not how good they're going to be. Sound like the formulations right. will be on point already. And then the marketing and the, the value is going to come into it. So it sounds like it's going to be a hell of a year. Okay. It's, it's just cool because you very rarely see a brand that comes up on my radar. That's as extensive as you already are. Um, and uh, yeah, the doubling of the line seems, seems, seems difficult to do, but I mean, you seem pretty confident and again, you have the manufacturer on your side. So right. it seems very achievable. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's achievable and don't get me wrong. There's, there's a couple of products in our line that we may look to discontinue and things like that. That's, that aren't, you know, what I consider the, the future of the brand. So although we're going to be introducing almost the same amount of SKUs we already have, we may be getting rid of some next some year. Yeah. yeah. But again, because we're a manufacturer and because we're vertically integrated, it also doesn't hurt us. Like it would hurt other brands to keep things that don't sell as well. You know what I mean? Like if you're, if you're a brand that's contracted out and you're holding inventory, that's not moving, it's, it's painful on you. Yeah. But for us being a manufacturer and not having to hit massive minimums and things like that with our own products, it's not, it's not much of a give and take for us to just keep some things that certain people want, or if we're making international formulas and things like that, it makes it a little easier on us. So yeah, obviously like, to, to just, right. And it's, you'll and you speak to any other brand that manufactures their own products. It's always a double-edged sword because it's, yes, it's more efficient and easier to do things like I'm talking about but the responsibility level is 10 times higher. So, I mean, if you saw what we posted yesterday with our, our Tudka lab tests, you know, like constantly making sure that everything's third-party tested and everything works and, you know, following GMP guidelines and things like that. And just having a manufacturing facility and hiring for it in general, adds responsibility that I would say that 75% of brand owners would never want anyway. Yeah. So it's uh, for those of us that can do it well and, and keep it going, it's a blessing. But for those that think like, oh, I'll just start manufacturing my own supplements, they're probably going to be a bit surprised <laughs> when it doesn't go as planned. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, uh, it's been awesome chatting you. It's awesome catching up. Thank you for uh, coming on. It's great to 
basically sound like the brands about is has got a shitload lined up for for 2021 and uh, i look forward to to seeing it all cool hey man i appreciate the time obviously awesome thanks for coming on